turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. St. Petersburg. Whether it's palm trees or plumerias, nothing says Florida paradise like tropical plants and trees. Unfortunately, nothing says paradise lost like seeing those beautiful blooms wither. WTBN welcomes you to Janae's Tropicals, the program that helps you get your green thumb back for good. You can find Janae's Tropicals online at tropicalfruit.com. And now your host for Janae's Tropicals, here's Janae. Good morning. Happy Saturday. Woo! Boy, the weeks just fly by quickly, don't they? Uh, My name's Janae. I'm with Janae's Tropicals, and it's a beautiful, glorious day out. Come and see me. I can be easily found. I'm at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. You can find me through my website at tropicalfruit.com. Or you can call me, 727-344-1668. There are so many fun things that you can grow in Florida. We're, we're the tropical wonderland. Um, and we have great weather the majority of the year. And there's just, you know, just so many fun things that um, you can grow. And come see me. We, we have... Uh, Big palm trees, all different varieties. Uh, Fruit trees, my specialty is citrus and tropical fruits. We have all kinds of fun exotics. I've been uh, putting a few on Facebook. And I have to say I'm really tickled with the response that I got from last week. I put the abutilon Chinese um, hibiscus on and had a tremendous response and I'm so tickled. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening to me on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Love you guys. I just want to add, I I have a love not only for the, I like them all. I know I, I get tongue-tied, uh, but I love the flowering trees. I love the, the tropical fruits are so fun. And one of my favorite verses is, and out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. That's Genesis 2.9. I really enjoy that verse because it applies to what I do. So, and I have been doing this or in the, um, the horticultural industry um, slash tropical fruit specialist nursery (laughs) for, gosh, about 30 years. I've been at my present location um, for um, around 20 years, and um, I just love it. It's been a blessing all these years. Uh, God made dirt, and dirt doesn't hurt. Remember that. So... (laughs) There's so many fun things that you can grow, and I always, I know sometimes it may sound a little repetitious, but if you're into the edibles, which so many people are, 
um, with a little planning in your garden or landscape, um, you can have fruit, have something fruiting and harvest something throughout the entire year. And which um, one of, um, um, there's so many uh, new uh, names that are being applied to edible landscaping. One of the, the new uh, names will, is called urban forestry. And I love it because it's actually been around for years, but it's, it's funny because the lights will go on and then everyone will think it's something new. But or, urban forestry has been going on for many years, and it's a very, very, just a wonderful thing. Um, the city of Gulfport has actually planted a number of fruit trees in their corridor for the public to harvest, and it's it's so much fun. And we've donated donated quite a few trees to um, the city of Gulfport for their corridor. And um, we've done a couple of YouTube videos. Um, um, we put together a tour through the corridor uh, or the entrance of Gulfport. Um, and it's so fun to watch these trees grow. We've uh, planted longans and lychee nut trees, uh, strawberry trees, uh, Florida nectarines, uh, miracle fruit, um, and, and just so many other fun trees that you can grow here. And at the nursery that I encourage you to come visit me at, we carry all kinds of cool stuff. Aki, Amberilla, all different avocados that do fabulously here. Um, bananas. And you know what? It's okay to go bananas. As a matter of fact, we're going to go bananas today on the show. But <laughs> besides that, Black sapote, carabola, canistel, uh, uh, passion fruit, uh, longans, lychees, persimmons, and the list goes on. And believe it or not, we have all of these trees, and you can grow your own. And remember, if it tastes good from the market, it will taste 10 times better growing fresh from the tree. When you when you harvest fresh from your own tree, um you can ensure that the uh, the fruit has ripened properly, um, and, and you can pick dooryard varieties that that ripen quickly, so they may not have a long shelf life, but the quality is absolutely superior. So, as I was saying earlier, it's okay to go bananas. <laughs> Sometimes I, you know, feel like I've gone bananas. And but th th believe it or not, worldwide there are over 500 cultivars of bananas. Most people are are used to what you can find in the supermarket, and on occasion you'll find the little finger bananas, um, the chiquita banana. Um, chiquita is a brand name, but the the Banana name is called Gran, G-R-A-N, Nain, N-A-I-N. The Gran Nain banana is in the Cavendish family, which is a, a wide, which covers a wide variety of dessert bananas. And we'll cover that. We'll go over that a little bit. So bananas are very, very easy to grow. Um, 
And it's it's very exciting to to walk out and harvest your own fruit. And we actually have a, a couple of plants in the ground. They've they've been in the ground for oh gosh, probably four or five years now. And I have a, a an ice cream banana, which the fruit is fabulous. It's a very delicious um dessert banana. And then also I have one of my favorites is the Puerto Rican dwarf banana. It's actually a, a cross between a banana and a plantain, uh, but it's absolutely delicious just to uh, let ripen, pick and eat. But you can also make tostones out of it. And that's when you um, crush the banana or banana slash plantains and um, uh, fry them. And they're so absolutely Delicious. So the banana is a member, or it's a, in the family Musaceae, or Musaceae. Uh, the genus is Musa, which is actually a, a big, big family, including um, heliconias, um, certain gingers, um, birds of paradise. It's a, a very large family. And a, a the banana is, is often referred to as a tree. It's actually a monocot or a large herbaceous, eh, tongue -tongue twister, herbaceous plant um, consisting of a single growing point called an apical meristem. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> the actual stem is underground. It's an underground corm. Corm, C-O-R-M, not corn. Um, so I always find that interesting. So when you look at your beautiful banana, you'll think, oh, look, I have this giant herb. So, um, and it's very um, fleshy. So just the, um, the banana itself would generally produce fruit within 14 months after planting um, and uh, it all depends on like the genetics, the nutrition, the moisture, the temperature, sunlight, and the um, general health of the plant. So it's, it's very good to keep your um, banana plants healthy. So as I said earlier, there's so many varieties of bananas and then just a number of plantains. And first of all, I, w I would decide whether you want a plantain or a banana. If you want to eat the bananas um, and you just want something to, to pick and eat fresh, then, then there are a number of varieties to choose from. Um, the difference between a banana and a plantain, the, of course, the banana has a, a higher sugar content. The, pl the plantain is much... Uh, drier and starchy so so the uh, plantain has about 65 percent moisture content and the average banana has 83 percent however um plantains can be eaten out of hand uh, nice and fresh when the skin is almost black they look rotten and feel very soft but if you peel a uh, plantain with black skin. They're very, very sweet and very delicious. And also, and many of you may know this, um, 
we love to make tostones. Um, so when you when you cook your plantains, if if you um, if you slice them and fry them when they're very hard, um, they come out very um, crispy and crunchy, and they're great with salt. Um, it's like a nice um, French fry, but a plantain. And then when when the plantains are very very um, ripe and mushy. Um, the sugars are concentrated, and they're so delicious and gooey. I I prefer them like that. They're so <laughs> very – now I'm getting hungry. It's one of the things I can cook. So I'm not the greatest cook in the world, but I can make tostonies. So uh, bananas are very easy to grow. They like full sun, plenty of water, good drainage. Um, rich soil and Florida is ideal to um, to grow them. So remember, they they need sun most of the day, but they can handle um, a little shade. Good drainage is very very important. Um, they like moisture, but the water has to drain well. If you plant your bananas in uh, stagnant water, the roots will rot they they just won't do well um when you're when you're working uh, organics into your soil it's very important not to dump a bag of cow manure into the planting area because the uh, the cow manure can burn the tender roots it can all it's very heavy um and it can it can uh, form a fungus and um become very stagnant and it will it will actually um, quickly kill your um, banana plant so now if you take a little composted manure and you you mix it you should be fine but you have to mix it very well with the sandy soil um, and then it should do just fine um, also bananas or plantains can take a very wide range of soils they're not very picky as to the uh, pH, so um, but they do love plenty of organics. To when you plant, I would not add a whole bunch of peat or peat humus or peat moss to the growing area um, either, because you do not want to um, rot the corn or rot the roots. It it can hold way too much water. So actually, uh, a a mix of um, like composted manure, sand, the native ground, um, just a really good mixture uh, should should um, be great for the banana and it, it should thrive. So bananas do love to be fertilized uh, after the plant has been in the ground for, I would say, three, four weeks. And after you see a few new leaves uh, coming out, it's time to fertilize. Uh, you could use citrus fertilizer, 468, that works well, or uh, 666, which is a complete fertilizer, 6% uh, nitrogen, 6% phosphorus, and 6% potassium with trace elements. That always works well as a top dressing. Um, and then composted manure or chicken manure can be used as a top dressing, which is goes on top of the soil, and eventually it will it will uh, decay and work into the ground. So that 
that is how I would fertilize. And they, they're heavy feeders. They're fast growers. So they are heavy feeders. So be prepared to fertilize um, um, every month or two. And that's very important. You want to keep the bananas very, very healthy. So when you – and banana plants and plantains can be dug and transplanted very easily. And I recommend if you're digging them and moving them, um, cut the leaves back. Cut, take half of the leaves off, and uh, they should transplant easily. And uh, when you uh, plant them just above the corm, uh, the root, you'll see that the just above the uh, pseudobulbar corm, the trunk itself will look uh, whitish. And then eventually it'll turn green, and you can see the, the division. Just set it deep enough to cover the, the white or very light green part and pack it in gently but very uh, tightly around the base. Um, and you are listening to Janae with Janae's Tropicals. I'm located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. It's a gorgeous day. Come see me. Bear with me. I get a little tongue-tied. I guess I'm thinking too hard. But <laughs> hopefully you learned something. You are listening to Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. And I hope to see you at the Christian Women of Influence, February 21st, 1st at the Hilton Carillon Park. So you can register at Let's Talk Faith. Um, hope to see you there. So we're talking about bananas, going bananas. So and remember, the, the warmer it is, the warmer you can keep your banana plants, the, the better they will grow. So, so I, I would say they, I mean, they should grow all the way up through Tallahassee. And I recommend to people, if you are far north or Orlando, toward Orlando and northward, it's a um, good idea to uh, plant them out of a windy area. You don't want to plant them between houses if, if the area is a wind tunnel Um because of the nature of the, the, of the fragile leaves. The good thing about the, the leaves is that they'll actually tear. Even though they look torn from the wind, they'll still absorb nutrients, which is very, very important. Um, when the plants are fruiting, you want to keep them nice and moist. It's very, very important. And as a, a rule of thumb, uh, during fruiting, they should have at least um, seven to ten leaves on them um, to stay nice and healthy and strong and to um, support that fruit. Um, people ask me, is it true that after my, my banana has fruited, I have to cut the stem down? Um, yes, you do. Eventually, that plant will die off. Sadly enough, but the good part is uh, banana plants are always suckering. So, and it's a good idea not to leave more than three or four um, shoots at the base coming up at one time. Um, so you can expect up to 10, but it's a good idea to remove them. 
um, this is called a mat. Your big clump of the bananas is technically called a mat, M-A-T. So it's good to keep them thinned. Um, and then that way, and keep your bananas pruned and, and cleaned and um, um, and they'll also look nice. They're absolutely gorgeous in the landscape. So when you do remove some of the suckers, it's a good idea to use a machete or a sharp knife. And uh, they're, they're a little tricky to get out of there because they, they sucker very close to the corm. So you should dig straight down and you'll hear the, uh, the pup or sucker uh, separate from the parent plant. Um, so there, there are a couple types of um, suckers that come out. Um, do not use the suckers that are slender, uh, that have a real thin trunk or a slender trunk. Um, some of them are look really pretty and they have very large leaves and they're cl very close to the trunk, but they actually tend to be uh, weaker plants. They're called water suckers. <laughs> Funny name. Um, it's the um, the plants that they look like a um, little. A, they're called a sword sucker. They shoot right up, and they're they're thinner, um, and they have very thin leaves at the top. Those are actually the strongest and will produce bananas the quickest. So I would leave those around your parent plant. You could leave like three or four at a time. And so believe it or not, isn't this crazy how how bananas can be so technical? I have I have so much information to give you in so little time. So and just so you know, the flower will attract and provide nectar and pollen for honeybees. So it's really a great idea to have um, bananas in the garden. So believe it or not, as I said earlier, there are so many wonderful varieties of bananas that you can grow here. And we carry, oh gosh, probably 10 varieties of bananas at all times, sometimes more. You have your, your dessert bananas, you have um, um, ornamental bananas like the uh, Velutina and the uh, Ornata, which are very pretty. The male flower is hot pink on the Velutina. The Ornata is um, bright orange and upright, and they're a very petite uh, plant. Um, some of my favorites in that we carry, we have the Lacatan, which produces a, a very beautiful banana. It's very sweet. The plant is large. It grows to 16 feet. Uh, the Brazilian, um, it's it has uh, the pseudo stems are they have a little pink in the trunk very pretty they have a sh short paper thin banana um, or a paper thin skin banana they're delicious we have the dwarf reds we have grand name the store banana um, we have praying hands which actually look like a, a two hands are pressed against each other like. The bananas are praying. The, the fruit is delicious. It tastes like vanilla. There's thousand fingers. Anyway, there are so many wonderful varieties of bananas. And then we have the African rhino plantain, super plantains, uh, the Puerto, Puerto Rican dwarf plantain. There are just so many 
wonderful bananas and plantains that you can grow here. And they will fit into any landscape. And you can even layer them. Choose some varieties that grow to 20 feet, such as the ice cream. And um, then the next size down, you could put a grand name in, which grows to 12 feet. And then if you want something lower, add a dwarf red into your landscape. And you, you could also tuck in a few uh, ornamental types. So, and they make, they make a beautiful wall. If you have a pool area, tuck them by the pool area, and they're um, absolutely beautiful. So, you know what? Come in and see me. We have so many cool things from from huge foxtail palms to um, Robolini's Christmas palms, all kinds of tropical fruits. There, there are just so many wonderful things that you can grow here. And you are listening to Janae with Janae's Tropicals. I'm located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. My website is tropicalfruit.com. You can Facebook me. I'll put some pictures of my bananas in the ground here. They're loaded with fruit. I have four bunches on one clump um, of the Puerto Rican dwarf. Um, my phone, 727 727- Three four four one six six eight. You are listening to Faith Talk five seventy and nine ten WTBN.